and Frothies grand final review show 2022 grand final is in the books Daggy Barney and Ollie with you uh, joined by Trev from Club Trev to look back on quite the weekend for him but um, <laughs> it was it, not but uh, yeah look back on all things from out of the grand final our thoughts on that some of the fallout since and a few other news items Barn how did you enjoy the weekend yeah, it's good, mate. Um, I had the little one's birthday and the, the weekend was surrounded with family and friends, which was fantastic. Got to deal with a couple of um, sugar overload meltdowns from a four-year-old, <laughs> which was <laughs> nice. But, yeah, fantastic um, performance from the premiers of the competition. Yeah, I, I got to deal with some sugar overloads from all of us. So that was a different thing. But <laughs> it, was, um, it was a fantastic performance. Probably, we were talking about earlier, Probably summed up the season quite well that game, end of the day. Absolutely. Ollie, how did you enjoy the, the day? Yeah, it was good. Ended up going for the entire entire day. Caught up with some people, which was good. For a little while there, there was probably about a solid two hours where the sun was just beaming directly <laughs> onto us. And that wasn't good. But when it started to cool down, it was, it was good. Great seats. Didn't, um, didn't actually speak to him, but saw Tony Cools at the game right before it yeah, started. Right. From, from down here at the pub. It was like right before kickoff, I saw him walk in. I went, hold on a minute, that's Tony Cools. But, um, yeah, as I said, caught up with people. And the atmosphere was great. Um, it was a little less great probably at about halftime of the, the first grade because half the stadium had left. But, um, yeah. And, Trev, how did you spend your long weekend and the night itself? Mate, I was nervous for the game, so I mowed the lawn seven times. <laughs> um, washed the car a few. <laughs> Even patted the dog, um, and then I Treat didn't. Want, I didn't want to be around anyone, so I just sat at home. And, um, I, I actually, I mean, yes, I'm a Parramatta supporter. I just saw Penrith had come into their own, and I, I thought Parramatta would get done by forty, so they didn't. They probably could have. Could have gone um, close, yeah. They, you know what? For the first eight minutes, Great. it was game on, and then Parramatta go shit. We've still got to do this for another 32 this half, and they just could not do it. Yeah, I guess we all had different... I was over at the Colonial Hotel at Warrington, friend of the show, and um, I guess we'll all reflect on our experience of the night after the game. We might, we may as well jump straight into it with the stats barn, and um, you can take it away. Yes, yeah, so we had um, Penrith 28 defeating Parramatta 12, five tries to two, th- three out of five conversions and two out of two for Parramatta. One out of one penalty attempt for Penrith. 86% completion played 70%, which was 38 out of 44 sets, playing 26 out of 37. 580-plus running metres and 215-plus post-contact metres for Penrith. Seven line breaks to three. 48 tackle busts to 34. Six offloads to 19. Uh, three force dropouts to zero. No 40-20s in the game. 315 tackles for Penrith. 402 for Parramatta. Two ruck infringements against one. Five penalties conceded against both teams. Eight errors for Penrith, 12 for Parramatta. Liam Martin made 45 tackles. Reed Mahoney made 56. Brian Toto, 299 running metres. And Gutherson with 167. Martin missed five tackles but did make 45. Appy missed four and made 35. Leota missed four and made 20. Reed missed seven and made 56. Papali'i missed 11 and made 48, and Moses missed 5 and made 18. It did feel very much, to me, my point of view, it felt very much like Penrith in this NC from about six minutes in, to be honest with you. Mm. They were making their, their forward pack, their one hope. It, it is a slightly baffling with Parramatta in that they're, you know, to pick Nathan Brown and not start him, to not start Madison. Uh, Penrith just came out steamrolling and their forwards were doing it quite easily, I thought, in the first four or five sets. They were well over the advantage line uh, and I think by the third or fourth set of the game from the Penrith end, they were starting tackles. They were nearly starting second and third tackles on the 40-metre line. I thought the first couple of minutes were probably Parramatta's, to be honest. Um, I thought they – because they – it was really the only time they spent in 
Penrith's um, half of the field well, that's the was point, the yeah. first five yeah. minutes or so. So yeah, but there was a big turning point that I noticed. It was about four minutes to five minutes into the game where um, Parramatta were coming out of their back end, and Leota absolutely belted Sivo. Mm-hmm. Next yeah. tackle, he came out and he flattened RCG, and then I think him and Fisher Harris both belted Moses at the <laughs> end of the set. And those three tackles in that in that one set of six completely changed the momentum. Uh, Penrith ended up coming out with the ball from about 30 metres off their own goal line and then Parramatta didn't get another sniff for about 20 minutes. Moses uh, did the same kicking. He just kicked yeah. it. It was just in the air, catch. They run back over their 30 for the first tackle. They made 10 metres, 10 metres. Yep. Second tackle, they're on the halfway. The rest, off they went. Every yeah. single tackle. There was no yeah. grubbers. There was yeah. nothing. Yeah. And they, they just seemed to lose a fair bit of enthusiasm there after it was only five minutes in, but it was a, a telling point in the game, I thought. Um, Parra did get back down there for one more shot and then decided to run the ball on the fifth mm. from about 25 metres out instead of playing for the field position. Penrith ended up with the ball again, 25 metres out, charged down the end of the field and they did. I think they gave away a penalty to Parramatta, but still Parramatta was still camped in their back end of their field mm. and it just led from there. I think there was three or four sets in a row where Penrith just got... Um, Four dropouts because they came back down to Parramatta's line. Brian Tao danced around seven different people and put a little grubber in, and then that was a forced dropout. And then they went to the other side of the field, and Cleary forced another dropout. It was just um, yeah, insane amount of pressure that, and it don't want to take about ten minutes. Ten minutes yeah. for Parramatta to crack. There's noticeable. Yeah. I thought Penrith may have trained with the expectation Brown started because uh, Cleary, the the, the, um, the run, Cleary yeah. was. Um, Feeding Luai for the last tackles, kick, yeah, so the last, the last play options for the first sort of ten or twelve minutes were all through Luai. Uh, didn't really pick on Waka too much, but it was it seemed like a conscious effort to play away from Cleary. That was another that time. That was a big downfall, I think, in Parramatta's planning. They went out of their way to hide Waka Blake. Yeah. They had Gutherson yeah. on that right hand side of the field. Wanga Blake was defending in the line. Not once did he drop back early in the first probably half an hour of the game to contest the bomb. So you're just setting your team up like where, you know, you've got Gutherson over there taking the bombs and Penrith automatically clued onto it straight away and they just went, okay, we'll bomb this set. Next set, we'll grub it across the face of goal and make Gutherson run from that side of the wing back to the middle of the field. Yep. Back and forwards, back and forwards and they did it time and time again. Wear him down. Took all the juice out of him in the yep. first half. He had nothing in the second half. Um, that little Cleary going into the line, giving it to Edwards with the drop in for Crichton to score that try. That was a lovely bit of football. And like Crichton still had a bit of work to do, but it was set up tremendously for him to run back through on the inside shoulder and score that first try. And the one that really stuck out to me was the grubber that went through for Sorensen to score. Yep. Well, that, that was the first sort of short kick that Cleary put in. So yeah. the part of that, I think, actually helped how he sort of held off for so long as well, the, the one time he finally does it, it like beautiful. But Gutherson was nowhere to be seen. No, he well, made for the, the first tackle, three tries, he should have been he there. He did make the tackle, one tackle before that set, but there was a, another clearing tackle before then, and he was nowhere he was, near the post when the grubber went through, and it was a simple walk, was, walk through and fall on top of the ball. Again, but out with Wanga. Well, just, yeah. just quickly on Gutherson, he, um, he deb- it was good to see him debut the new Gutherino on Sunday night. These ones because he was doing it every two minutes <laughs> when he probably should have been there. I got it the Cherry Evan shuffle. Yeah, pretty much. When um, and for those who are just listening, I'm throwing my arms up in the air in in dismay. But yeah, it seemed like and for all of those first three tries, he was the one who should have been there. And when they cut to him, he's the one putting his hands up for someone else. He it wasn't his um best performance overall. Yeah, and once Penrith got yeah. in front, um. Clear his long kicking game, just basically yeah. put the sword to him. He just put him down in their own end time and time again. And there was a notice, a thing that stood out to me was every time either Sivo or RCG touched the ball, there was two Penrith players flying out of the line and they weren't just tackling them. They were absolutely wiping put, them. putting shots on them and sitting them on their ass. And after half an hour, neither of those two really wanted to, yeah. to seem to get involved at all. They put a major emphasis on making sure they hit Sivo before he got anywhere near top speed. Like he'd, he'd take two or three steps, and he was there was somebody in front of him. So, like he need, yeah. obviously needs that momentum, just bust tackles and that kind of stuff. And yeah, I, the game plan for Penrith was fantastic. I thought. 
And I, I like the fact that I think they jerried very early on, though. Once they hit the ascendancy there, Appy was on in about, I think it was a 12 or 13. 15 like quite, minutes, yeah. yeah it was 13, quite early. 15 minutes, yeah. And um, he's he's just – and then he, that led straight to the first points and off they went. They, they, he, he was on to pick the bones early. You could smell it. Uh, they smelt blood in the water, and that was it, really. That was... Parramatta tried to do the same thing to Brian Tyo as well. They they did kick him behind him. They made him run back, and they tried to get down there as fast as they could, but they couldn't stop him. No. Yeah. He, he was he made, he made 20 he minutes. Was... Kick return. Like, his, his run returned from the kick. It was 20 metres every time. Yeah. Even when he you went to dummy 10, half, he was 30. making 15, 20 metres yep. out yep. of dummy half, just about every time he touched the ball. And, yeah, it was... <laughs> What do you say? <laughs> it was a complete performance. Just and even just thinking about in terms of who we wrap, I don't. There wasn't a bad player in this in this seventeen really for Penrith. Penrith they were no. outstanding. No, every every single one of them were the best they could be. That was Stephen Crine's best game as yeah, long as absolutely. I can remember. Charlie Staines has now put I think three in a row. He's been good every time. He has. Uh, it was a really fan- nice try the way he cut back inside yeah, and snapped Ed's up fantastic. those ankles. Well, <laughs> defensively, he owned Sevo. Like, yeah. pretty much every defensive play he made, other than I think it might have been. Was it him who probably should have been there when Simonson made his run and Edward suck at him? Or, or there was a. a no, there, was a po- there, there was a point where he oh. had like one shocker and he was out of. Position, but other than that, every time it seemed Sevo got the ball, he just chopped him down. Le- like Leota Lenu and Martin, like L- Martin and Spencer Lenu hit the line harder than anyone in the comp. They just explode when they want to. When they want to, um, Liam Martin had his best game in as long as I, like everyone aimed up here, and it was just a complete performance. Uh, and they, you know, the way they come out in the second half too. That yeah. first ten or fifteen minutes, Penrith just went out as hard as they possibly could because they knew that if they get one more try, this game's over. And they managed to grab two in mm, that fifteen, yeah. seventeen minute period. Yeah, I don't, um, I, don't, I don't think it matters who if Penrith played like that, like they did against any team anyone. in that yeah. grand final, they would have beat anyone. Yeah, any yeah. doesn't matter Roosters, Melbourne. Souths, anyone who was in the top, they would have just beat them. And a few of them, it would have been by 60, I think. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, they would have. <laughs> they would have oh, great. I can hold my head high as a parasite. Finally, something. I, I think I can think of a few teams. Actually, maybe more than uh, more than most. There's a couple of nice, obviously, um, bits of play at the back end for Parramatta fans with um, some pretty good movement to get the ball out to an edge. And Papa Lee's was two tremendous offloads. <laughs> One of them he should never have got away, but he managed to get it away. Don't know how he got it around and, that and he yeah. got it off. <laughs> and Parramatta scored a couple of tries, but yeah, Penrith were just so clinical in what they did. The, the areas that they targeted, they went at Moses, they went obviously kicked to make Gutherson tired. They targeted Sivo and, and RCG, who, were, who are their biggest meter eaters yeah. in the game, and they just... But, Physically dominated Parramatta for yeah, a RCG, good Yeah, uh, RCG wouldn't have run less than 100 metres all season. He's mm. 84. And uh, Sivo, Sivo 137. A lot of that would have been the two big runs. So. Yeah, absolutely. And Barney moving forward, like losing a couple of players, losing a six and a, you know, losing kick out and all that. Their, their uniform structure that Penrith have, you, you still think they'll just come out? I mean, I know they'll obviously be going to be favourites next year, yep. like at the start of the season, like. That normally happens as you carry on two in a row. Um, you, you think they'll continue this run? Like It'll be like a Melbourne thing where they lose a fullback and you go, thank God, Billy Slater's gone and then they bring in someone who does the same thing and there's no gap. Do you think Penrith will do that? Uh, the nine worries me. Yeah. I don't think they'll have any problems finding another back rower. But right. um, to find the top-class service that Coruscant has Coruscant? given Penrith yeah. this year, um, I think it will... The, I, I don't think Penrith will seem like they've got as much time with the ball as what they have had right. this year. Which free think, clear, we're meaning for like free and clear. Gonna, they'll blow half the team off of the comps out. Like the half of the teams of the competition won't get close to them. But yeah. the the top teams, I think, will have a little bit more of an edge, whereas they can get to the playmakers a bit more than what they have been able to for the last probably eighteen, mm. eighteen and, months, and those, twenty-four months. Those split seconds are invaluable. So that does add up. I uh, mean, I mean kick out. Him, him as a loss, like yeah. he does make meters. Oh, like he, uh, without he's a doubt. an absolute threat every time they get close to the line uh, as well. Yeah. I, um, I come out of this game thinking they are, in, to use horse racing terms, six lengths better than every other team. Yep. And next year they might be two lengths, which yeah. you can get them on a different day with whatever. Right. And we saw this year um, those games without the halves. Appy 
and Fish Harris single-handedly won them where they yeah. were, uh, where, you know, the Tigers game and a few other games along the way that they got out of jail. And you'd lose that. You lose that through origin. You lose that mm. uh, that little bit of depth. They had and seven we've out seen with. Didn't they? Well, I don't think yeah. they're going to go through the comp only losing four games next year. So, yeah. To be yeah. honest, you think they'll I think, lose a few more? I think they'll probably be third or fourth rather than first next year. But right. obviously, it depends what team lineups come yeah. at the end of next year. But I wouldn't be surprised if they lose another three or four games next year. Right. Yeah. Okay. I just direct, yeah. especially I guess during that origin period, all of a sudden they don't have. The depth that we've seen with Melbourne, yeah. O'Sullivan's going as well. Uh, Hopgood's a big loss as a, as a backup back rower going to Parramatta. I've only recently found out yeah. over the weekend. Garner will be serviceable. He'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And he could even he'll improve. He'll straight he'll, into um, Kickow's position. He'll he's be got, very good there. He's better footwork than Kickow's got, but obviously doesn't have the size and strength that Kickow does, but he'll yeah. do a serviceable I probably, serviceable I probably di- divert a bit here, but it's still talking about a grand final fullback. I mean, you can't take anything away from Tedesco. Like, but everyone no. gets older with age. I mean, is, is the fullback for Penrith? Is he starting to shine that like he would get a go in uh, a well, state of origin? No, he's a few years away yet. Do you think? No, I mean, like he's he gets realistically, the, he, gets, um, he gets player of the match, doesn't he? Like, I mean, in the yeah, last two re- years, realistically, Papanazan's still be in front of him. I think. Well, and but depends on how he team. comes back. Like but he's he, on the radar. He's in the he's a in the Australian backup squad, or he's a standby player. I mean. So I mean, like you've he's still on got the radar. Teddy. He's Teddy's in front of Gutho. Well, Teddy, it's hard as well because Teddy's yeah. the Australian New South Wales captain as well. It's yeah. Not, well, yeah. Oh, it I does. Think I they mean, would injuries still happen rather shoot on like someone like Latrell or Tommy in there before. And you still got Tommy Edwards, up sleeve. just because I mean, they're that fraction bigger. I mean, and Tommy's a little bit Tommy's more better. He's you know, very unpredictable, but he just Tommy's gets Tommy's actually younger every... than you think, too. I think he's only 26 or something. He's, the problem with yeah. poor Tommy, he's out all the time now. He's just out. Tommy's 26 and Latrell's about the same, I think, actually. So. Uh, Ollie, you were there in person. How was the grand final day experience? Where, how did the momentum feel live in terms of that? Well, for the first five or six minutes when they were absolutely just going ham- hammer and tong, it it felt like Would've I, I haven't electric. really felt like yeah. the intensity like that before. And honestly, all the para fans got behind them and um, it, it seemed like at least at first that, they, like that, but that, that they'd sort of actually be the ones to break through and possibly... Uh, I'd, I was thinking at first. I thought Para will score first here, just because of that that sort of intensity and the the atmosphere that the Para fans got behind it. And the Penner fans sort of tried to chant back, and I don't know how it looked on TV, but the the Para fans outnumbered the mm. the Penner fans. Mm. Oh, they said yeah. that. Yeah. So um, for that, but then other other than that, um, it I mean it's co- kind of sad. But when Penner just kicked on with it, it was just kind of like yeah, well, it was just a another game now yeah? because we we know who's going to win it, and there's 50 minutes to go. Type of thing, but I think as well to reflect, Joe. I know I've said it, and we've all said it at different times. You mentioned it before when you said in racing terms. Overall, Penrith have just been simply been so much better than literally every other team this year, and that grand final performance was reflective of that. And they were going up against one of the teams who I think we sort of thought heading into it would give them one of the the closer challenges, and it was just another day at the office for me with Parramatta when I sort of quietly just thought they're done here was when Gutherson's um, dropout went out on the full. Mm. And because at that moment, I actually thought this is the 2020 Panther side. This is a side who sort of uh, had a bit of a run the, the last few weeks. <laughs> Although Parrish's run was not like Penrith in 2020, the, this sort of hot team that people are, are sort of getting behind, but they're just not ready. They just don't know how to handle it in a grand final up against a team that's been there the two years before it, and yeah, when that drop kick went out on the full, I think as well, that's when Penrith probably really noticed. It's like these guys, like these guys, aren't ready. Let's just go for it. Yeah, and I think yeah, I think it was about what ten nil then or something, and then Penrith put on another try before half time, and then the two afterwards. So for me, that's when I sort of noticed it. I thought for Parramatta at least, Reed Marnie had a good game, mm. but other than him, there, there weren't really. There weren't really any standouts, I don't think, for Parramatta. But as, but um, for Penrith, yeah, pr- pretty much complete performance. I mean, it's probably just about the closest you'd come to ever giving a, a winger the Clive Churchill medal as well. I thought oh, Brian Tyo was would have given amazing. And uh, maybe he didn't get it because he was playing on the wing. But he, he certainly doesn't play like a winger, right? We, he, he never has. He's always been going in for his hit-ups, works for his metres, tries to bust through. He... I actually thought Cleary would get it. I just looked. I just thought he read the play. He led direction. Doesn't matter who 
scores or whatever, but he was, yeah. and that's who I thought it got. I mean, again, the fullback got it, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And this is my case about the eventually in state of origin, like, oh, he's like the last two seasons, he's got to come, he's got to be started to be noticed. He had some nice line breaks and um, try. He had, a, I think, Great they only credited him with the one try assist, which I think was the Crichton one. Um, they yeah. didn't give him the one where he was the last pass for the wing, but um. I also would have given it to Ty, to oh, be honest. Yeah, I agree. 300 metres out of a winger. Mm. 24, um, 24 runs for 300 metres. But Moses helped in that because he kicked to him five times and he ran 30 <laughs> metres each time. There was 150 <laughs> metres straight there would have, It would have been yeah. 15 hit-ups where he's taken the ball out of dummy half yeah. and yeah. run straight at the biggest blokes on the field. Yeah. It didn't give a fuck who they were and made you know post-contact metres on top of it. Well, he, he had, he had oh. we, were, we were sort of, well... When Edwards won it, I put I don't want to say it was a sympathy award, but I knew he wasn't going to be in the Australian team when he won it. I knew it was a bit of a... <laughs> well, I, I, I it was almost I, like I, I kicked myself because I should have just backed him. He was fantastic. And that tackle... He was, was really great. He was fantastic. Yeah. The, the the tackle was the... Yeah, and the thing is too... Was like, the... Um, yeah. Was what wrapped up... As soon as that happened, I said... I think I was sitting with Dane and turned him and said, he'll be Clive yeah. Churchill. But and it wasn't even I about... Because people say, oh, he didn't have to run as far as, you know... Everyone's comparing Scott, to Scott, Scott Saller, Saller, obviously. But the positioning he got himself into yeah, and still. the textbook technique that he had to pull off to dive to hit a bloke around the hips and yeah. slide down and drag him over the sideline was fucking tremendous. Like, well, you this don't is the see same that kind of tackle mm. at all. Mm. This like, is the same bloke three years ago that was dope. Had the yips, couldn't yeah. catch a ball. Yeah. He played reserve credit. He could have ended up at the Titans. Like, oh, you know no, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to say all worse, but I couldn't think of anything else. Yeah. Not, well, there's the Tigers. <laughs> yeah. Seems to be the TI start, doesn't it? <laughs> dolphins. Um, uh, yeah. Don't worry about no, the Dolphins. Sensational. Don't uh, worry about the Dolphins. That's who I'm going for next year. <laughs> Any final? But he worked with Cleary better than I think I've seen him mm-hmm. ever combine with Cleary. Mm-hmm. They, there was obviously a definite game plan for those two to be ball playing together, whether it was dropping Crichton back inside or the sweet play to put the winger away there. Um Cleary wouldn't have been far away from a Clive Churchill either. Um, he was fantastic. His long kicking game provided so much um, field position for the team that they needed. Um, the way he digs into the line, not you don't see many halfbacks take the ball that far into the line, copper mm. hit, and he, he only does it to make his outside men look better. You know, yeah. he gives yeah. them more time with the ball and gives them into the right position, and it just yeah it makes a massive difference. I probably think it was does. close to Luai's best game all year as well. He was yeah. fantastic. And uh, to he see did. Liam Martin actually make that many tackles. Um, and the way fantastic. he runs the ball. Yeah, he's he just explosive. does not stop. So it, it, it was um, – as a, the, the thing with Parramatta is they had quite a few pretty decent performances, but nobody really had the impact. Like Couldn't They make went any through their job. They, they made their tackles. But there wasn't until the last 10 minutes someone offloading like Papa Lee. Like they had 19 offloads. I reckon probably sixteen of them were garbage. Yeah, they were. We get. I'm getting dragged to the ground. I'll just throw it out the back. Yeah, and yeah. There's, there's a class, couple of directed offload, offloads. You know what I mean? And that's there's a completely different, complete difference between a good one and a, and a rubbish yeah. offload. Like, yeah. But they're still all classed as offloads. Um, for Parramatta said there wasn't any real standouts. I thought RCG, Paulo and Reed were decent. They had they did plenty of work, but they had very little impact realistically. Um, Dylan Brown had a couple of nice runs and looked like he was trying to spark something, but there was just nothing going along with it. Um, Papa Lee was good in attack late, but his defence, I don't think I've ever seen him miss 11 tackles in a match. Um, they obviously worked him over and they went out of their way to make him tired by the end of the game. I thought Madison was their best player. I thought easily he got through a whole heap of work, made the most metres by a fair distance, I think. Um, plenty of offloads, Tackle busts. He was. He was. Um, yeah, he had the most impact out of any Parramatta player out there on the night. I thought. Um, Linu and Leota. They didn't play a lot of minutes, but when they, whenever they did something, they did it to mm, at absolute yeah. breakneck speed. The way they take the ball into the line, as I mentioned before, with Leota just ironing blokes out. I think he hit five or six different people. And they just got up and went. I don't want to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> Makes a massive difference. Um, Kickout was um, was pretty good early, I thought, with the ball. Um, he was causing problems for him, though he didn't break through and score points or anything like that. He, he was um, testing that edge, which ended up leading to points on his outside. 
Martin was really strong in attack and defence, and so was Joe. The way yeah. he carries the ball, he must be one of the strongest motherfuckers in the comp, mm. seriously, because he can have two and three blokes on his back, and he's keeps, he just keeps going. He makes another three, four, five metres and still seems to shrug him off quickly and get a quick play of the ball. Yeah. Like I don't <laughs> his ball playing wasn't to the fore on the grand final line, but they didn't need him to. He ran the ball more than I think he has quite a lot recently. Um, yeah, you mentioned Cleary was fantastic. Oh, Fish Harris as well. He's the, yeah. the way he runs the ball, again, same as Yo. He just must be one of the strongest humans in the NRL because they can't seem to get him to ground. Um when they do, he manages to pop up for a quick play of the ball anyway. So they can't keep him down if they do get him down. And he doesn't stop. I think, would he play an hour or something? Or close to? Yeah. He was fantastic. Um, and, yeah, Cleary and Edwards were, were brilliant, the pair of them. But, I, yeah, I, I thought Tua was the man of the match. So two tries, 24 runs for 300 metres, 102 post-contact metres, nine tackle busts, three line breaks. Six tackles, didn't miss one, and he forced a dropout as well from a winger, which, you know, you can't, at a pretty yeah. pivotal time when the, the that was dead ball. There was nothing going on. Mm. He had five yeah. blokes in front of him, danced around four or five blokes yeah. and got a forced yeah. dropout out of it. So, Yeah, no, I agree. Three points to 2 for us. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with, oh, it's two, uh, I guess we'll give Edwards two. Yeah. And maybe Ed, Lee Edwards Martin, still not? did play really well. He was better than I thought, but, actually. Yeah. He was actually, when I went back and looked at it, he was... Yeah. He try, line breaks. I think he had, yeah. what... Two line break assists and a yep. line break. He, he was fantastic. And uh, someone like Liam Martin Cleary. won. Yeah, yeah let's give Liam Martin. Yeah. It, just funny, but when you brought up James Fisher-Harris, it reminded me of something. So before the game, right, and I understand it, all the hype was around Parra. Like, they, to the point where they were interviewing the Parra fans at the Parra section, they didn't even go, like, near the Penrith fans. It was like there was one team there. They had an actor who's a Parramatta fan do a hype-up thing for them. There was nothing for Penrith, and... They, they were doing a couple of comparisons and they had RCG and James Fisher-Harris and when they just said, oh, yeah, Fisher-Harris, and then they said, um, yeah, Regan Campbell-Gillard, someone who, you know, a few people have been saying, you know, is the best prop in the game. Look at the bloke you're comparing him to. <laughs> like, the bloke who's literally right next to him. you got all the stats there. Like, yeah. Uh, um, comprehensive performance and, um, yeah, outstanding night overall. Ollie, how do you find the trip home and... Well, the tr- go for you? <laughs> so the trip home was good because all the para fans had left. Like we we got down to the western line, got straight on, and and left. It was pretty funny because in our ca- in our carriage though, um, it's pretty much all Penrith supporters, and there were these two para fans who, who were a couple of good sports. And at one point we were going, and it just was sort of just went quiet in the carriage. And one of the para fans goes, "Oh fuck it, I'm going to go for the Dolphins next year." And everyone sort of erupted <laughs> in laughter. And you know what? I've heard Dana say it. I've heard multiple para fans say. They are gonna bring on the red and white. They're gonna go for the dolphins next year. So well, the one thing about that, like it, it is slightly baffling me. I was I've heard that they booed Brad Arthur. Well, like, that, the blokes got yeah, you to a grand well, final. This is yeah. This is my slap. Like, yeah. Are you booing? Like why are you booing your coach? He took him and from nowhere. Yeah. Brad <laughs> Arthur. They should have come six. They should have come six this year. Yeah. He's got them overperformed. And Jake Arthur as well, who you know what statistically by the end of the day was Parramatta's best player yeah. on the field. I know he realistically the ball twice and scores one try. He's got to try and he's one up. But yeah, both both of them got like the boos were louder than the cheers for any other player for. The two Arthurs, and then even after the game, like looking at the post, the full time post Parramatta look put up, like in a grand final, you'd expect, and I've only ever seen, you know, positivity and how proud people are of their team and defeat and everything like that. All the comments were Brad Arthur needs to be sacked, which I, I get they didn't win the grand final, but so who are they, replacing they, him with? they made it. Well, it's it, really it, weird. I don't know. It's, it's it can't even be Shane Flanagan now because he signed on with two GB for next year. I don't think I've ever seen him. I'm pretty like, sure he'd get out of a radio contract. If he, he could, was but but well, yeah, put, but he, put has, he was. But is he gonna do, he's been off yeah. the jobs. Is he going to? Shane Flanagan going to do better than Arthur? I I, I, I mean, Arthur got him to a grand final. I, I don't think I've ever seen he's the only one, a coach well, I guess with the rap sheet to possibly replace. I don't think I've ever seen a coach take it into a grand final and the fans hate the bloke. It's just bizarre. Yeah. And um, can't yeah, and quite. then of course when Jake Arthur got subbed on, the para fans who were still actually there booed as well. And then he uh, obviously Penrith had just completely switched off and thought, oh, yeah, screw it, and yeah, he no. was able to get through. But I, I actually didn't mind that he he got his good for his ego, yeah, good for his confidence, yeah. Mm. And um, it, it was funny though because it, uh, with like twenty five minutes to go, I thought, oh, I, I really need a piece. I'm just going to go Penrith have won it. And I get into the concourse, and it's just a sea of blue and gold moving away from the stadium, headed for the gate. So, 
And uh, Barn, how did you go at home with the missus? Yeah, yeah, she she lasted about an hour and a half after the game, yipping and yahooing, and she put on a good show, but she went off the bat, <laughs> and I watched the replay. Yeah. <laughs> I would have had a taser out and hit her in the neck. And, um, yeah, how was down this end of town? It was pretty noisy outside, to be honest. There was a lot of fireworks, mm. and there was yeah. a lot of people running around the street. Well, I'm in a dead-end well, cul-de-sac, and there was fucking well, noise well, everywhere. So. Well, where are people getting these fireworks from? <laughs> Fish week's closed. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> I mean, well, last year... It was, um, well, for those who know Penrith, I'm on Jemmo Road, and it was like the hub of everything. Everyone's yeah. gone up and down, and it was dead. My place down here was, was chockers. It was slightly weird for me, but how was the noise down the yeah. Mulgoy Road end of town, Penrith? Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. busy here. Like, yeah. Obviously, being a para fan, I was in bed about 18 seconds after the game, and um, just lying in bed. I don't know where people get these fireworks from. Yeah. And it does. I mean, you can tell the Panthers ones, like, you know, they yeah. were big. But then there's over here and over here. Where do you buy them? Yeah. I used to get them from the barber for $8 a bag <laughs> when I was young, but you don't do that anymore. From but the barber? From the barber. I, I had barber a... used to sell the firework bags. Oh, is this specifically your barber? What? No, no, like like all barbers, yeah. The barbers used to sell things. They used well, they to sell used to be legal, lollies mate, so. and things like oh, that. Oh, really? they used what, to, just fireworks? Like yeah. a bag of fireworks this big, and I'm, oh, man, foot, like two foot high. Twelve bucks. Now I think yeah. it's like thirty-five dollars a thing, isn't it? Yeah, like of, of any know. sort of thing. Couldn't claim to be an expert. They everyone yeah. that everyone that uh, went, went out and about and enjoyed themselves apparently had a good night. So mm. that's good. And I didn't hear, didn't hear any too dramas, much drama or around. Yeah. But uh, all the fans not. loved. I I was slightly baffled. Like if if my team won the comp, the last one to do was go sit in a traffic jam. But um, they yeah, Panthers fans loved it. Good on them. But you um, would have been you would have been part of the traffic. Yeah, I wouldn't, want, I wouldn't go do it. <laughs> People go, oh, I can't get there on time. I'm stuck in traffic. You yeah, are well, the traffic, sit, idiot. No, like, You're in it. Me, like, why would you go be... Anyway, they had fun. They'll tell me Is I'm wrong. Is it the T or the did. C? Like, which part do you have to yeah. be out the front? But they, um, yeah, they had a great night. Like we said, there's no, I haven't had any drama. Has mm-hmm. been any, uh, so good on them. Um, so how's you, how's was, your poor kids? Are they still going to get back to the Tigers next year? Uh, Elijah's already a Panthers man, so okay, that's Lara, good. So we're, we're one from three left. Yeah, that's we'll just, fine. We'll get that middle one. She's straight into the Dolphins. She's, no, she's, the t- Dolphins. she's the last remaining Tiger. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll talk her out of that too. <laughs> yeah, you'll talk her <laughs> out of it. <laughs> you'll you'll try and talk about how good All they are. All she has to do is watch a game, and she'll t- yeah. that'll talk her out of it. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Well, obviously, there's been a bit of fallout from the grand final as well. What have we made of all the? Rigmarole over it all. <laughs> God, they can beat up some shit, can't they? Seriously. How else are going to sell papers? Does seriously anyone not roll their eyes when you see the articles about how Penrith are this and like? So we've got we, we, we like yeah, this the shit. Oh, they're they're ruining the game. Like fuck off. We, the, the youngest, Have you never won a comp? Obviously, <laughs> oh, oh, Mr. Kent has never won a comp, but fuck, like the shit he's they've carried on with this week. The youngest, the twenty-five year old blokes, just train their asses the off. Just walking fucking, around, puffing their chest out and carrying on I like would. idiots. Oh, yeah. fucking be, being surprise. On, apparently yeah. be, being, on, being on a booze band since been, pre-season. They've been like, fucking training their arse off since January. Yeah. You just want to comp, you've been a piss for 14 hours. Yeah. I'd be getting others saying, you're oh, all oh, fucked. Oh, you I'm, can't I'm, I'm, I'm still saying. You won't beat us for fucking yeah. five years, yeah. you stupid It's great. I know what's coming out of one comp, so wake up. The Instagram stories, like even a couple of hours ago, they're still, I think they're in Sydney on a boat tonight, like they're Still going and, but there's two. Fucking I think there, there's two things that we we've sort of learned from this one. Um, you're not allowed to say any other team in the comp sucks, even if you've just belted them essentially in a in a grand final. Yeah. And two, you're not allowed to celebrate winning the comp. Yeah, apparently not. Just like, what a world we live like in. <laughs> we need to celebrate mediocrity and this. Mm. But and and, and, uh, and one of the, the actually, one of the best ever I saw was someone tweeted. Well, when they won in '91, this stuff never happened. Fuck you. There just wasn't any phones. If you believe that, same. you're a fucking like, idiot. <laughs> Did Roycey Simmons 50? pass out on someone's oh, front lawn and I they s- rang up the radio station hey, the next it. day? Yeah. What goes on tour stays on tour. Yeah, Roycey exactly does come to happen in here. Oh, I'm not oh, part of this. Exactly. I'm not part of this. But my point is, imagine what they would have been saying behind closed doors after 20 beers. Yeah, I know exactly. But even in like, I know exactly who stepped the pioneer fucking tavern. So 91 was how many years ago? 30. Third. 20, yeah, 30, 31. 30, 31. 31, it is. 31 years ago. So yeah. when they won in Go 91, on. 50 yeah. years before that, which is not mine, we were at war. Yeah. 
things change. Yeah. yeah. Uh, things change. <laughs> yeah. The country was in depression and, yeah. like, yeah. You, you know. But, like, to jerk your dog just to feed the yes, cat. The like, 91 gentleman. Like, fuck you, mm. honestly. There's well, my slap. But what's honestly really But also, and then like, sorry, the, the next yeah. one I would tell, the, we, the people whinging about what Appy said, I am a Tigers. Uh, no one has noticed this, but I'm a Tigers supporter. Um, <laughs> Everyone knows like, that. Like, who's that? Like, and then I saw Tigers feel, oh, they should cut his contract. Yeah. Again, <laughs> fuck. You, you yeah, are a complete Cut his contract. Yeah, you are an you idiot. The bloke's had 27 beers, hasn't slept. <laughs> and he's, he's not even said anything nasty. He's just laughed. Like, he made a joke. Does everyone oh, remember everyone one of the just... immortals of the game, Andrew Johns? Yeah. What he did when they won the comp? Yeah, I'm well. sure he was out with <laughs> another band, um, other Johns brothers, um, uh, people. What, no, what, um, there's the um, Silver Chair. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they did. Some bad things. They kidnapped things. him out of bed. Yeah. So he's going to go and play a concert for him. Who cares? They sat live in a shopping yeah. trolley walking up the main street of the Hunter. Like, wake like, up. Yeah. Like, people just yeah. are yeah. wankers. Like, wake up to yourselves. Like, There'd be Penrith like, fans out there doing and saying worse shit I, today. I know. I listen Still to them. Drinking, yeah. Yeah. We, pump, we pump our chest <laughs> if they forget to charge us for a beer here. Exactly. Imagine the kings of the town. Honestly. I saw the last the shit I've seen the last two days. And I'm like, wake up to yourself, people. Yeah. If you if you were the best of the best and you're not allowed to be arrogant, when can you be arrogant? Yeah. Like, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> you know you're the best of the best. You've just proved that you're the best team running around in the comp. Fucking flash your rings around. Put your fucking goggles on. Make a stupid joke here and there. And I don't you, think anything that's happened is. I'm my lawns and I'm the most arrogant shit there is. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not know, like one grand final. Yeah. I don't think anything's <laughs> gone anywhere near being even borderline, let alone no, fucking over the top. Been, yeah. like, <laughs> you know what? At the start of next year or whatever, like he does sometimes, Paul Ken will be telling a story or something on the Maddie John's podcast and saying, oh, there used to be so many great characters back in the day, yeah. but we just uh, don't have yeah. characters. No, we have plenty of characters that you just put down and <laughs> feel they can't actually... What I the get, what I, uh, that's because, uh, and this is just my opinion, Paul Kent, that's because we don't have any characters now because there's too many fucking idiots like him. Mm. Well, that's, that's what it is. That's and that's just my opinion. I'm not calling you that. But, but that, that's why Andrew Simons got dropped from the Australian cricket team. 30 years ago, he would have played another 30 player. tests and... Yeah. Yeah. He was averaging fifty. This probably time, would have been anyway. captain of the team. <laughs> he probably would have captain one. I probably would have been captain of the one day team at some point, even now. But anyway, that's um, and actually none of them, all of those fuckus were not directed at Kenty. They were directed at the dumb shits on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, but um, I know they've got to do a job. But if you're going to make sensationalism, but, but you can't make dumb statements. Yeah, like he he, he knows better than that. But anyway, he's playing it up. He's put there to piss people off. His whole role. I guarantee you half of the shit you see on 360 isn't what he is about. Well, you watch that show. I just watch a bit. I guarantee you he's paid money to it. You watch it and I'll sit down and go, right, I'm going to say this today and then you have a go at me and... And then I bet you half the most of the players out there probably fucking get along quite well with him, and you know because he doesn't get stories otherwise. So you know, but he goes out on a limb. He never goes way too far. Is that fight still happening? Sensational bullshit. What's that? There was a fight. Oh, Kent versus MG. No, no, that, that, that was a dollar, dollar one against the There are actual odds for it, but um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> How and, stupid's and, that? Anything else from it's the fallout shame. you want to touch on? I put eight million on, on Mark Guy, so I could uh, win eight dollars. Well, I, I don't think Penrith celebrated hard enough. I, if I was James Fisher I Harris, quite tame to be honest. If I, yeah, if I was James Fisher Harris, I'd be saying Parramatta are the shittest team in the world. We just flogged them in a grand final, like. All he said was Parramatta sucks. Do they get no, that? He, didn't that, that. Like, he said they're our sons. They're our sons. Yeah. Because oh. it's a thing that Luai's obviously gone in yeah, with we're saying, call daddy. me daddy and yeah. we're, we're, we're your daddy. We own you, fucking rah, rah, rah. Yeah. And what's James Fisher-Harris meant to do when the crowd starts chatting, we, we hate Parra? Yeah. Oh, you oh, can't guys, say guys, that. Guys, guys, guys. Come, come on, guys. Come on. Leave it on. Just let for it. And you know what? And Penrith do hate Parramatta. Just like the Roosters hate South. You know who the last people... the Sharks hate St. George. You know who the last people who would have been offended by it were? Just like everyone well, hates Manly. Most of Paramount Paramount wouldn't have given a yeah. shit. They would have laughed and gone, oh, uh, we'll and if you're, not, if you're not yeah, turn up a pre-season train next year, wait till we give it to you, and you In the yeah. lead up to the grand final, weren't they marching down Church Street chanting, um, Cleary's a wanker? Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I swear... Uh, or, or, or Arthur should be sacked. Wanker. Because every single time <laughs> I've seen someone post something about how disrespectful Penrith have been, there's been at least one comment where someone's posted the video of the Parafins... Yeah. March it down. It's like, how's that any different? It's just, like, it did, yeah. It's like, I know it's got to sell papers for three days, but wake up yourself. I, I feel like they like, and you know, as a journalist, I think 
Kent's usually pretty all right. It's just on this occasion, I feel like you've just I like Kenny. You've stretched. You've just stretched that little bit too far. Where it's like, yeah, you can't even. You can't even. Nothing worse than overreach, isn't it? See. you can't even justify it in any way, shape, or form. Like it, it, you're just clearly wrong. Like there's no way to to, to twist it at all. You'd he like, doesn't care if he's wrong. Like, That's the whole fucking yeah, persona he's going for. He pumps That's, his chest yeah. out at the end of the show and goes, "How many have I pissed off?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. of course. Yeah. Which is fine. Look which what is I've fine. just done. Yeah, yeah. I've just created seventeen. This is what I do headlines. when I walk into the grey gum. But there'll be four different people creating stories. I'm more like, yeah, I'm more, I was more having a stab at the idiots that buy into it and then want to get out. Like, wake up to yourselves. Oh, but everyone wants to get outraged about anything. Yeah, like, I know. Well, I know the world. It would have been ten times worse if Penrith had lost. I guarantee you, you would the outrage you would have got out of Penrith if Parramatta had done or said anything would have been. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. And there are some. There are some very, very precious Penrith fans. As well. oh, oh my god! Yes, anyway, um, anything, any, anything else on the grand final? We move on. No. I talk about a sport in a different league. I heard Wayne Bennett put his nose into the soccer. No. Did you oh, hear about that? No, you can tell the story. Oh, well, I was hoping you know more than me. But <laughs> well, <laughs> then you raised it. Because no Ollie, no I mean, Ollie's got no life. Like, no. You, you would know he was – I'll make it up. The Sydney FC. Yeah. Yeah, right. He was on the phone to team, the yeah. coach, yeah, yeah, talking about how to win. They were playing someone and how to win. I thought you'd know that. I thought you'd be all over that, Ollie. No. I saw the soccer Still fans. Corica, Still Corica, the coach, is it? Booing Sorry. the other day. Steve Corica. Steve Corica, yeah. yeah. And oh, you know all that when he says it, but when I say <laughs> something, geez, you've got the softest hands I've ever seen. All righty, we'll move on. <laughs> you don't know where the, I really well, do not need to know where those hands have been. So Whoa. just for the – well, actually, just for the record, while we're wrapping this up, Penrith have been installed as $3.75 favourites for next year's premiership from the Roosters at 7 Parrot at nine, Melbourne nine, South Sydney eleven, Cronulla thirteen, Cowboys thirteen, all the way down to Warriors, Tigers, and Newcastle on fifties, and the Dolphins sixty-seven dollars. Is there another show when we're talking about we're what's coming bold up? Predict- yes, well, that's coming to next week. But in terms of that market, uh, that. in terms of that market, anything that catches Rye, or is it about right? Until you see the team list that come out next year, it's going to make a difference. Um, Yeah, if you're betting now, you've got problems. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's cricket season, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'd suggest Melbourne are probably a bit too close to being premiership favourites there for my liking. I I wouldn't be going near them at $9. Um, Or Parramatta, realistically. I know that they've just made the grand final, but a couple of their losses... Until I t- see their team sheet for round one, I would be get, wouldn't be going anywhere. It's like a little bloke in the headgear. He's yeah. about fifty percent of their effort. Reed, well, Papa in Lee. the grand final, their best player. Yeah, and Papa Lee was probably their second best. <laughs> oh, yeah. Madison, but yeah, uh, yeah. I think that clump of Souths, Cronulla, Cowboys are the ones. If you, if you for so, have this serious issue, where you need to back one of these <laughs> things. Um, well, they'd be the ones. I'd do you have your yeah. listeners write in? Yeah, sure. We'll get them to write in what their predictions are. We are, because we're having a bold prediction show. Well, they've got to get yeah. in there first before you do your predictions. So not now. They we're not doing the bold prediction <laughs> no, show. No, but now. they've got to write in beforehand so we can bag the shit out of them when they okay. say someone like Manly or something. Because when we do, we're going to talk about the bold prediction show. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to... Well, Why do you grab your crutch when you said that? Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't have soft as hand as Ollie, that's why. Yeah, now, let, um, him, let him your hand for a second. No. A bit of news we haven't touched on we've got to get and yes and we'll move on from that too I suppose a uh, bit of news we didn't touch on because Bayern had a bit on, going on the other day the da- the Daliems are official yes. Nico is the Dalie he's added the uh, Daliem to the Dagiem which is quite the crowded fireplace now uh, <laughs> Who wins the Daggy M? Is Nico, that like the Nico Nico. won it too? Yeah, it, it's oh, just I thought you were nice like that was the worst player of the The shittest player. I'm thinking, who no. from Tigers was really shit and comes here and drinks? Uh, listen, we, we would uh, allegedly, <laughs> and then um, we yeah. So that and I would suggest our top ten was quite close. It was pretty close. Um, there was plenty of people out there bagging us for putting Apparently Harry Grant the in the top of it. All in, times, yeah. I think we had Daly. Uh, Harry Grant at about sixth position in our overall, and he was the highest hooker in the Daly M count. Can, you, can someone explain to me why Harry finished top ten overall but couldn't win hooker of the year? No. It's weird. <laughs> only logic yeah. I can what hooker was in front of him? Appy. They gave it to Appy. Which I don't think it's Appy, but that's if right. someone's in the top 
10, how are they not in front of someone who's not in the I top ta- 10? I'd take it. The only Pedro logic I can have they is... Were on, I think they were on the same points at the very least. They would have been on the, the same. The only logic I can have is... Oh, they've counted points off the bench differently. It's the three-two-one. You can only give three points. Yeah, happy three players that. points out in every game. So yeah, and, and, Harry, and Harry scored more than him. Oh, no, but, but oh the actual count yeah, back your three. Think, yeah. Obviously, there was there was probably six or seven people in running for points every game for Penrith, where there was realistically maybe four for Melbourne. So most weeks he's going to score yeah. points. Mm. Same same argument yeah, that people my, have with Nico yeah. Hines. No, no, being but, no, no, but my point is he. Year, so. My point is we know Harry Grant was top ten. Why wasn't he Hooker of the Year? Appy wasn't above him. Appy was not above him. No, because it's, that's but, a subjective award. They don't give it, it out. Based no, on it points. is. It is based on points. I well, it, it has been for a well, couple years. But he should be Hooker of the at, Year at the very that's least. This is what I don't understand. All I could think of really is that because. Whilst Harry Someone was eight, he, he was it, tied with a bunch of different players. So I take it Appy probably just would have been outside. The, yeah, but those other players there, weren't on hookers. the same points. Uh, on the so I take it they would have ended up on the, on the same points. I'm pretty sure Harry for whatever reason, most threes and most twos. Well, yeah, but, but I would for have whatever Harry reason, would have Harry had more threes yeah. as well. I don't even think yeah. Appy was on the same points. I'm pretty he sure because the I'm top ten sure is subjective. So if he was a top but maybe 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 this subjective on the Delhi M. Wasn't even Maybe on the Dalian final final compared to how some many halfbacks were in the top ten? Uh, three. So there's three. So you're down to seven. Now. How many hookers? Well, that's what, what I'm trying one. to find. I think Harry was probably two. You would have thought I would have had. Uh, There'd be two or three hookers before you started asking questions. I would have thought I asked questions. Yeah. I had the list up. I thought it'd be easy to find, but it turns out we talk all <laughs> typical accountant. See, they've already submitted your thing before you hand in your last box of receipts. And who saves who money? I don't know. All right, let's have a look. Yeah, oh God. Now let's move on from this. I'm just trying to find it. No, I'm trying to find a list. Enjoy your holiday, by the way, to the Gold Coast. Hey. Yeah. We'll talk about it. Can we do a <laughs> but, um, Can we do a live broadcast Someone writing about Harry. We can. Of course we can. Do whatever you want. A club Trev on the Gold Coast. Yeah. yeah. Okay, top ten, top ten, top ten, top ten. I bought some new shoes well, the other day. 22 leaderboard. Nico Hines on yeah, 38 points. On ones, Tedesco on 33. Oh. <laughs> Hunt on 32, Drinkwater 23, Edwards 23, Moses 22. I picked Hunt. Mm. Cherry Evans 21, Isaiah Yo 20, Harry Grant 19. Oh, Happy no. Coruscant not to be seen. Didn't this is my point. Even get so maybe this, it must be subjective then. Yeah. It has to be subjective. Uh, unless someone How screwed up. How can you not be the hooker of the year? If you're unless in the top, literally in the top on the 10, that's what I'm trying to say. And yeah. three of them are halfbacks. Yeah. Okay. You're yeah. down to seven. Yeah. That's what I don't understand. There'd there he is, five back. points. Abby Corusau, five points. For the whole some, season. For the whole season? What, do you get a three and a two? Well, I don't think it's more clearer than a, oh, a master. It has to be subjective. Joey Manu on seven. And he got we had him on fucking you. 28 points or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who's a better judge? What? <laughs> 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 tell you. Is that the full I've told, the full I've told you that many times, man. The I, thought they changed, people, I thought they changed three years ago. What they do is they change it and it's three different people in every game. And they all just pick the fullbacks and the halfbacks. I know how Delian works. That's right. Give a fuck. One and sevens always get. Don't even watch the fucking game, because there's no way Api Kurosawa ends up on five points for the season. Nathan, did Nathan Clear only get ten points for the year? He was out a fair bit. I'm just looking through. But he was in for a bit. Yeah, but he if he played, it has to be. That's fine. If it's subjective, cool. I have no problem with it. I have no problem with it. That's it's question asked, question answered. You know but how it works. That's right. If, if yeah. you say that it's subjective, it has to be because the people that then blow up about Dalian results are the same dipshits that don't understand what's but going on. But this top ten is exactly what was on the night. Yes, yes you're right. You're right. I so can't it is. see what, you know, why there'd be that much. Well, but, like, yeah, Manu on seven. Payne Haas on eight points. We had these blokes on 20, like, in our list that yeah. we had. So how many hookers <laughs> are in the top ten? <laughs> Harry Grant. Harry Grant. one. Yeah. One. But then well, you, you have to win the hooker of the year, don't well, you? On well, exactly, points. You'd exactly. think so. He also won Origin. And, well, and that's why our Daggy M's were. Yeah. Completely so the people that whinge about our judgment. Oh, I fun. think the Daggy M's. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> I think Daggy M's should be the worst three players of the year. Well, we've, <laughs> well, we, we've got the peanut of the week and we've got pot plants, the, the, the pot, pot plants. Sorry, yeah, the, the pot, pot plants. Pot plants. Because so, they're a pot plant. They do nothing. Which that's team, which, award. You yeah. could put a pot plant yeah. on yeah, the field. If a pot plant do the same job. They played for the Warriors, bro. Pot plant makes your deck look good. That's a bit of foliage to your neck. <laughs> it does it. <laughs> I've been rubbing oil in my deck all day, bro. We'll, um... 
Well, there it goes. So, it, it, okay, <laughs> it is subjective. We know that. We know that now, and we also. Um, well, people get outraged about the results. The yeah, award is sure the award. Got like a panel of five that vote on the team. No, they do. Of the it's year, media. There's media. Yeah, it's, and Sally M is I think completely different. Yeah, which be. is probably why yeah. Edwards won the other day. But my point is, I'm getting to is if you're going to outrage about Delhi M results, and it happens every year, the award is the award. That's how it's based. If that's the way you want to think, go and put more stock in the RLP, RLPA. Awards, which is absolutely be, where it which, should um, be. Players, which is a player yeah. vote, and Teddy won it this year. So yeah. if you want to get, and then people be outraged about because every second pickle on um, on Facebook seems to think James Tedesco can't play rugby league. So there are a lot <laughs> of people that don't actually watch. You need rugby to have league. the same five people for every game of every week of every year. It's well, the only way you get. And a, we should be four of it. I have many an argument down here, and one they don't have to pay me with many monies. And one Robert. <laughs> And um, Robert, well, have at a look the start at of the list year, when put I it said to that, like Ted said, put somebody make a graphic of them two side by side, our top twenty or whatever it is, and fucking throw it out there and see what people say. Because yeah. I guarantee you, it'll we can be. We do that. We just need to get the right list from um, our, our statistician. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was only one apparently. The good scorer beats a good player. People are very one eyed. Like you, you, you just know that Cherry Evans is the halfback for Australia. Well, yeah, it'll be clear. Know. No, it'll be clear. Yeah, it'll be, it Otherwise, he would have been captain. It's not as cut and dry as people think. But, but I, I think, think yeah. we had about four forwards in our top ten. And then they had two. And, yeah. Grant and Yo. And like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And the rest it's of the Who did you have? Like Papa Leahy? Well, it came yeah. out, it came out last Papa. year. He had a blinder of a yeah, year. It, it came out last year when... Um, it turned out Ryan Sims, Sims didn't even yeah. watch the game and just goes, oh, I'll just give it to three points to yeah, bags. Did, didn't yeah. they work it out because she was playing in a game at, at the, the time, same time the game was on? And she goes, oh, I went and watched on YouTube or something. She said, is that highlights? Is YouTube. that Wally shit bags or whatever you call yeah, it? Yeah, Wally shit bags. <laughs> Wally Walter. shit bags. Walter. Walter shit bags. Yeah, Wally's me, mate. Yeah. yeah. Anyone out of the top ten scored 15 or Probably less Probably he had a, the game of his year. Like, <laughs> yes. his life. This did, he had his season of his life. Yeah. Anyway, let's get more rage. So, yeah, I need to add on this. Let's get more rage because the last thing we'll touch on is the Australian squad. Oh, they don't give anywhere near the credence to forwards in their daily no. M voting that they I think it was a blocker that actually was on record. He goes, it it's just, it's just <laughs> a half. It's the halfback award, isn't it? And generally, they're still going to win it because they it's do one to have seven. A it's one to seven impact. That's yeah. what it is. It's one to seven. You got to have a bigger impact a at the time oh, of the you know at the end of the day at the end of the match when when someone. <laughs> assists three tries, they get the three points. But when a bloke makes forty odd tackles and twenty hit ups and a couple of line break, a uh, line break and tackle bus, it's got to be worth it, something. Like seriously, it's worth a point. Of course it, it is. It, it, it definitely does. We were talking about the night of it. There definitely need. I do agree. There definitely needs to be more stock put into to forwards. But I, I can understand why it's become swayed like this. You, like you can you can see why, but. I, I guess it's just up to putting in that bit of an extra effort to actually look more holistically. I mean, we can do it every game, so just put more stock in us. And yeah, Subscribe get us your and listen to us. Get us to do it, and then you don't have to copy any of the blame. We'll put our names out there, and we'll get abused mm-hmm. every week. Just it's let not, our listeners know that these, Nicora, these three guys are looking for investors. For the <laughs> You tell me Brent McCrory didn't I'll deserve more than... About, let me get Brent, rage about Regan Campbell-Gillard, three points for the entire season. Yeah, you that, tell me he fuck. didn't fucking that deserve is, more than is, three yeah. points. That is in fact fast. Is he in the Australian team? Yeah. He's in the Australian team. Is he in the Australian team? You don't get in the Australian team if you get three points. No, you don't get in the Australian team if you win the Dalian. Hudson Young, three points. Hudson Young, three points. Well, the let's bloke won three or four games on his own fucking yeah. bat. Well, he should have won what? five or six. Well, let's, let's talk six. <laughs> let's anyone, anyone, from the, anyone from the Tigers score more than two points for the season? Uh, Hastings is eight, couple. I think. <laughs> oh, he's, he's, he's an import. It's an import. An import. <laughs> All right. Um, the Australian team has been named uh, ahead of our naming our own. Josh Tedes- Adokar. Tedesco, Adokar, uh, Campbell Gillard, Burton, Carrigan, Terry Evans, Cleary, Collins, Cotter, Crichton, Fasul Muali, Graham Grant, Holmes Hunt, Martin Mitchell, Munster Murray, Nanai Tualangi, which may be a surprise. I just missed him on the way through, but there's no wingers left. What's Holmes um, playing? What position? Jake T, Whiten, Yo. squad at the moment. Yeah, just in the squad at the moment. Right. And, um, but he'll be, I assume he'll be on the wing. He'll be actually. a centre, I would I, Well, the more I thought about it, I think he plays wing and they start Whiten and Luttrell. Or they they start, put Luttrell, um, Luttrell will be a centre. And then Edwards, Hines, Cook on out. the plan as well. But, uh, look, not too many. Uh, like, you know, is there anyone there, Ollie, that you would 
necessarily be offended by. No, no not. well, who are your forwards? Lindsay Collins is a bit of a surprise. Lindsay Collins is, is the only surprise because I thought he. I, I think at first I thought he won't play though. They're going to yeah. play Jake in the middle. You know, you know. At, at first I thought Burton's the other centre too. Yeah. they might start Burton too. Whiten as well was a and bit Valen over Hines, but obviously off two long years back up. Sorry. So, I, at first I was thinking Whiten as well. We spoke about this yesterday, and I thought. As a half, if if he's purely going there as a half, then you take Hines over him. But obviously, yeah, he probably actually he probably will end up starting in the. What would you play Hines at? Well, yeah, in, in the squad, but like as a backup, he's a shadow player. Put it put it this, yeah, he, he he's a what's it? Uh, he's he a won't one, get a go. He's a one seven six. He stays. He won't get a go. He stays in Australia, and if it so happens that the two it's players while they're syndrome. over, they get injured. Stuart McGill. Yeah. The thing is, as well, they, they're going to who are they playing Scotland and well, here's the someone thing. So else. So they're going to play. They're going to play Fiji. the Prime Ministers eleven for the first three yeah. weeks. So they might get a game against yeah one of those. Well, Latrell will play fullback so one game just to score hundred against Fiji yeah. or something. So it will it'll be in their group: Fiji, Scotland, and Italy. They play Fiji first. I think they'll play their full strength squad against Fiji because that's the toughest competition in the group, and they'll actually want their players who are going to be playing in the knockout stages to actually have a game together, maybe work out any kinks if they're there at all. And then, yeah, Italy and Scotland, to an extent, will be a, a rotated squad. Have a look at that list. I'll what a series. You know, Cedar from here, her brother, yeah. he yeah. plays for Fiji. Out of Fiji, yeah. Walker, play, yeah. sorry. Yeah, he plays for sorry, Fiji. Well, yeah, we'll talk, uh, Dali. But, um, it's good to see Addo no, Carr get a go. No, we, he was nearly first picked, I'd assume. Well, Walker Rosamani. Did he get a go in State of Origin? No, no, no. But the, the, but apparently everyone else from State of Origin Murray, for Murray. I'm sorry, Cam Murray got <laughs> six points. No, he didn't. Yeah, no, he didn't. <laughs> no, no, I got six points. Uh, and Cody Walker got eight against Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> the entire fucking season. Cody Walker was much. Is that, that can't be right. That's not right. That's not right. Is that from the NRL page? Yeah, yeah. Cody oh. Walker scored. He scored eight <laughs> points a game. Cody Walker better than Cam Murray for the Rabbitohs. Yeah, that's NRL.com. Oh my god! <laughs> that is the How do they do it this year? I'm sorry. Three, two, one, every week. Right, well, I'm just going to cut. Um, Cut straight to my slap. I'm slapping the Dally end charges. That is a complete disgrace. But anyway, um, we can see. Well, well, Anyone that pays $2 for any time try scorer, Cody Walker, in a game, how does he only score eight points for a whole season? Yeah. <laughs> we, um, Joseph Tarpany, four points for no, the fucking season. No, this is wrong. This is wrong. That is wrong. No way. So you're telling me he either got two twos or a three and a one. Probably got four ones. Is this last year? No, twenty twenty two. This is the year of COVID when no one watched. That's incredible. But he got five. <laughs> but who? Tom Jaboyevich got five. He played three games. <laughs> who got? Wait, he got more points than who? Who from Canberra were they? Honestly, Josh Papali and Tapani. He got more points than Josh Papali yeah, yeah, and Tapani. Yeah, I can remember Papali making a break. Who was getting points? Who was getting more the three points, points every week? Whitey. Both Firma got three points. No, this this is wrong. This is wrong. <laughs> what did Tino get? What round it's are you looking right. at? You're looking at <laughs> the round Titans four. only have this two good players right. and they're this the fours. The, the, <laughs> the top ten's fine. Tino did got GT, seven. GT did this list. So too, what, a combined <laughs> a combined ten a combined ten points for the only two good players. Who else was getting points? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know they this lost right. a lot of games. No, that's not right. Yeah, it can't be right. It cannot be right. That's not right. Anyway. Um, I'm going to go back and watch the Dally M count just so I can fucking count them up myself. But that's a joke. If that's if that's that can't true, be right. Seriously, yeah. <laughs> that's farcical. If that's right. Anyway, um, I can see. Yeah, Tino Harris one point. I can see. <laughs> I can see Tino and uh, yeah, Tino starting prop. Jake playing through the middle. Carrigan will be the other bench middle. Uh, Yo and Murray will play. Yo Jake Murray Crichton will, will be play run eighty on. minutes. Yeah, yeah, Jake will be run on. So yeah. RCG Tino. You know, that's the team there. Most of those players you just named suck because they can't yeah, well, even get five Dalian points. Apparently they all finished behind Adam Dewey in the <laughs> Dalian. So. Tedesco yeah, will start a fullback and you think Latrell will be on the Addo Car wing. He'll be like number three. Addo Car with yeah. and then Latrell inside. And then um, Val and White on the other side, I would suggest. But yeah. we'll see how Do you think all... Valentine Holmes... I, I, I think they'll like play him. Val and Tuolungi together, to be honest. Well, they right. could do that. Yeah. With Cotter in the team, and maybe have Cotter at yeah. uh, and have, wh- have Whiten at 14, can come on and cover the back yeah. line. Yeah, 
So anyway, very interesting because um, mm. they're, they're they're not invincible. And are we are we tipped no. to win every game? No, they're not invincible. They're a dollar fifty to win the World Cup, and they probably will win. But well, I think New Zealand will give them a red hot crack and. New Zealand will scare the shit out of me. I am tipping. Is Jared playing for New Zealand still or is he retired from his place? Yeah, yeah. and also James Fisher-Harris, Joseph Tarpany, who's apparently shit at football. So maybe maybe, um, they won't. Leota as well. I'm going to say it now. I'm tipping tipping New Zealand to win it. Mm. Manu will be starting at fullback. Tohu, he's no good. Tohu, no, he sucks apparently. Um, Who's the hooker? Does um, Cheese? Oh Jeez. yeah, yeah. He's oh. not a like. Who's <laughs> <laughs> the winger for yeah, Parramatta? Is he playing Fiji? Uh Sivo, yeah, he yeah. will. Yeah, Sivo's yeah. playing Fiji. Will Coruscant be playing Fiji? Get an eleven on. Moses Lua uh, Moses Dewey No Twile. Robbed again. He mustn't be fit. Like, Tedesco couldn't make the Italian yeah. team. Yeah. No, he's not. I think they just ruled him out for the year. Tedesco couldn't make the Italian team, which was sad. Yeah. <laughs> so he had to settle for Australia. Yeah, to Captain Australia instead. Just teach Ukraine how to play football. They give it all they got. Brent's good at Ukraines. That's an in-joke there. Sponsored by Up High. Right, no, anything else you can talk about? What are we doing? Sluting and slapping? Uh, Some. Yeah. I can't a, really um, salute and slap in a grand final. We don't get much honest, out of this. Though, it's good. Obviously, salute Dylan Edwards on his cover tackle and how good he was on the night. And he got the Clive Churchill. Um, he was fantastic. Yeah, he's I'm not going to go slapping anybody or pot planting anybody out of oh, the grand final well, team, but I'm going to I'm going to slap those para fans in that stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go yeah. for the go for the fans. I'm well, slapping the well, uh, well, what do you call them? Like a social keyboard warriors. Yeah, yeah slap them, and I'll, I'll salute Bizza because no one else has. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll jump on. Anyone you want to salute or slap out of the weekend? Could be the pub for hosting you. <laughs> no, I I would salute. Nathan Cleary. Mm-hmm. You're allowed to. I just think he, um, I and I'm a Parramatta supporter. <laughs> I hear he's good, he's good at footy. Keep in mind that remember, Boy, six, he got, he was remember six years ago I tried to put a bet on the for team. the highest point scorer ever to score points and no, no, one, no one would take my bet. I offered to put a 1,000 on it. Six years ago I tried to do it when he first started. I said he'd be the highest point okay. scorer ever. If you'd rung the old English lad brokes or something. Oh, I told to they offered me $6. Really? Six dollars. This is a twelve year bet. You could have yeah. You could have broken said, his <laughs> neck two games in. That's yeah. what I tell him. I said you break your leg for a season. I, he goes, How much did you want? And I said, uh, four hundred to one. I said yeah. it's a fifteen year bet. He breaks his leg, he's out. Yeah. I said he breaks his leg next week, he's out. He won't win. Yeah. But um I would probably salute him. Yeah, um cool. as far as someone you know, I'm I'm a fisherman, as you know, but it, you can read things, and re- he just reads the game. He just doesn't matter if he's not scoring a try or he's not touching the ball, and he's not setting it up. He just reads the game. He draws people in. You, I mean, and you must have seen that the other day when every time he had the ball, two or three para players went straight over. He didn't even know what he was going to do at that stage. He seemed, oh, we'll go that way, yeah. we'll go that way, and then they just they just run him. And hence why they got ten meters every set. Every every play of the ball, they got 10, 10, 10. That's who I would pick. Yeah. yeah. Very good. So we've got um, – we're going to – I think we'll save our top four for another night. Let everyone get to bed and uh, review that in a couple of days' time. And then well, I was hoping a Sunday Arvo, but we might do to put it back a week for the the uh, Bold Prediction Show. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> no, seriously. No, you need to get out. out more. I do. That's why I come here. Say anyway, I, so that's coming. So we say I do. Have a think Get about boys, it. I do. Bold prediction show. <laughs> <laughs> but we, um, it is what? one of my favourite shows of the year. We have a few beers and just throw a bunch of shit against the wall and see what happens. And I, I hear there's some really hot contenders to win um, this yeah, year. So I'll go back and, I'll go back and listen this week episodes. and see what happens. And um, but we want we want you to write in. You can either send voicemails in as Action did last year. Here, here. The rain's a night early. It's no good for my tips. Uh, the rain's a night early and... Um, rain's a night early. Send voicemails in either Shit. directly to the page and we'll play them on the show or you can uh, leave a comment. We'll get some posts up in the next few days. We want. We don't just want you to go, oh, Panda, if we want a premiers again, it needs to be something with a bit of starch. It needs to be something like Dylan Edwards the Captain Australia next year or something. Something We want something right outside Dolphins the box. Dolphins top eight. Dolphins yeah. top eight oh. or... Uh, you know, hold on. You know, Titans to sign John Bateman and finish second, or just something really, really good, and have a real crack. We're gonna have 
We, Parramatta we, coach to stay on for another year. Well, in the uh, seems apparently. Para fans a, actually like their coach. Yeah, para, yeah, para to sign to exhume the body of Jack Gibson and be happy or something. But, <laughs> anyway, and right they, run, and they run last, but they're happy. Yeah. Warner Blake to win the Dally M. Something like that. Uh. Well, well, apparently, you apparently need five points to be a winger. Of the now, year, it so. it, it, now, it, 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 it is very it bold. To, it need, no, it needs to be bold, not fast. Warner Blake to catch the ball. Write <laughs> 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 that down. So we uh, we'll go back and what we do on that show is we have a few beers and go back and listen to our old predictions and give him a ticker across and see who gets the best. I, I think um, from what I hear, Robbie's uh, flobs is you know a dollar twenty to maybe take this out. But we'll find that out. There might be a better one. It needs to be bold. It can't just be average. And then we will go give 16 or 17 of ours now, mm, plus yeah. a few extras. So write in. It can be one, two, three. It can be 17 if you really want to. And we will see what happens and uh, see how it stacks up in 12 months' time when we do it all again. Anyone finish on? That's it. That's the That's bow it. on uh, season 2022 in terms of a week-in, week-out show. I want to thank... Uh, our guests throughout the year. I want to thank Trev, who's thank been you a for guest. having me for this. Uh, Danan, the Gump, who uh, is recovering from a broken hand and a few other issues lately. Uh, I want to thank da- uh, Danan, Damo, Action Bailey, Action Bailey, Johnny Shimon was at this year. He was around yeah, early. Johnny did one of uh, the live shows. Toto, Trev, and uh, yeah, and Trev. Yeah, I think that covers most of them. Thanks to well, particularly Barney and my missuses who. <laughs> allow us to go do this show once or twice a week at the pub and get away with it. So thank you. And um, the Grey Games Hotel and uh, to a lesser extent the Colonial for hosting us. Uh, and um, we'll be back well, very soon to wrap up our thoughts on the standings and next year of the top four from this year. And um, as I said, the bold prediction show <laughs> is not far away. So take care, guys, and we will oh. talk very soon.